Yoshinobu Yamamoto wants to play with who? We got some Dodgers rumors, updates, all that and more coming up next here on Dodgers Dugout. It's time for Dodger Baseball. A three. Dodgers have won it all in 2020. Mookie Betts, Craig Jones, left field. Mookie Betts. They're going to make big signings. They're going to make impact trades. I don't care how many times this team rips my heart out, I'll never stop loving the Los Angeles Dodgers. Think blue, bleed blue, and I'm out. Hey, hey, what's going on, Dodgers Nation? Doug McCain here. My friends call me DMAC, credential member of Dodgers Media. You can follow me on X and Instagram at DMAC underscore LA. Now, if you haven't yet, do me a huge favor. Hit that subscribe button. Hit that notification bell. Hit that like button. For all latest Dodgers news and rumors all season long, we got you covered here on Dodgers Nation YouTube. And as always, on your takes down below in the comment section, today's Dodgers Nation question of the day. Do you think there is a better chance that the Dodgers will end up with Yoshinobu Yamamoto? And on a scale of 1 to 10, how much do you want to see him on the Dodgers? Is he your top choice? Also, what do you make of the Bo Bichette rumors? Let me know down below. And for all latest Dodgers news, head over to DodgersNation.com. So we've got a little juicy nugget to get into about Yoshinobu Yamamoto. The 25-year-old ace pitcher out of Japan is widely considered to be the best pitcher available this offseason. What makes him unique is he is just 25 years old. You rarely see pitchers from Japan at this age available. So he is going to sign a big deal. Look for him to sign an eight, nine-year contract, over $220-plus million. He's someone that a lot of the big market teams are coveted, whether it be the Yankees, the Mets, the Dodgers, potentially the Giants. I mean, lots of teams want a Yamamoto. Now the big question for him was, one, where does he want to play? East Coast, West Coast. There were some rumors a few weeks ago that he wanted to play on the West Coast, and there were some rumors he wanted to play on the East Coast. And then there were talk was would he sign with a team that already had a Japanese star or that's signing a Japanese star this offseason well now we learn today that he's okay with the idea of signing with a franchise that already has an existing Japanese star or with a team that will be signing a Japanese player this offseason so translation he would be willing to sign with the team that signs Otani or the team that signs Imanaga or go to the Mets a team that already has a Kodai Sengen so that opens the door to go out there and spend really big to get the number one pitcher available in Yoshinobu Yamamoto, 25-year-old ace. He's been an elite pitcher in the NPB for years. Multiple Salamora Awards. That's their version of the Cy Young. He's someone that profiles to be a frontline starter for years to come and a Shohei Otani. So it is possible if they want to spend big that you could get a Shohei Otani and a Yoshinobu Yamamoto on the Dodgers. That is a possibility right now. I'm not saying it's a guarantee or that this is something that's for sure going to happen, but there's more than a 0% chance that the Dodgers could sign Shohei Otani and Yoshinobu Yamamoto. Now, I do think it bears mentioning that what does Shohei Otani want to do? Does Shohei Otani want to sign with the team that's also going to sign a Japanese player? That's something worth asking as well. Maybe he does, maybe he doesn't. But the reality is we just don't know. But I think the fact that this story was planted today lets you know that it is a possibility. Now, as far as Yamamoto, there are some doubts, right? Size, five foot ten, little slide of frame. Just ask Pedro Martinez how that worked for him. You look at his pitch mix, electric fastball, pristine command, but 
You also have that forkball. Does he have an added injury risk? Also, he's an unproven commodity. He's never pitched in the show. You're going to have to give him eight or nine years because he's only 25 years of age. So that's a lot of money and a big investment for an unknown quantity for a franchise in the Dodgers that's looking to maximize Freddie Freeman and Moogie Betts' prime that's looking to get back to the World Series next year. So is that too much of a risk? Look, there's an inherent risk to any free agent you sign any pitcher that's available. You just don't know. You just have to have faith in, hey, I'm getting the guy that I think has the stuff, has the upside, and is going to perform in this organization. So just something to consider as well, how is he going to adjust from the NPB to the MLB, right? You're pitching every fifth day, not every sixth or seventh day. The ball, a little tackier ball in the NPB. How is he going to adjust? Different hitter profiles. I think his stuff's going to translate. I don't think there's any doubt about it. He is going to be a good to great to elite picture, something on that spectrum right there. I think anywhere in the top 10 is the potential, maybe the top 15 if he is experiencing adjustment period in the show, but I definitely think that he's going to have success at this level. Now, I translated this article from Yahoo Japan, so the translation, I don't know if it's 100% accurate, feels like it is, I think they did a really good job, but here's what the article said. It said the day before a formal application for posting was made and announced to all 30 teams, on this day, the first day the ban was lifted, he was inundated with numerous calls and emails. I've been doing this job for about 25 years now, and I've never seen a player that attracts this much interest in the free agency market. He said, and explained that in terms of the number of teams, more than 10 teams and no more than 15. Yamamoto is said to be spending his days relaxing in the United States, playing golf with his WBC colleague, Newt Barr, who plays for the Cardinals. I have no plans to attend the negotiations this time and will return to Japan soon. He also revealed that he plans to return to the United States and make a final decision after the winter meetings, which will be held from December 3rd to December 7th. So we now know that he's going to be making a decision relatively soon. So, that's also something to consider because will that be in line when Otani makes his decision? So we're not going to have to wait until January for this one. We are going to find out very quickly after Thanksgiving where some of these top free agents, namely Yoshinobu Yamamoto, is going to sign. And I think that we're going to get some news about Otani before we know it, too. I think after Thanksgiving, it's on. I think it could come at any minute after Thanksgiving, whether that be the week leading up to the winter meetings or at the winter meetings. We're going to know within the next two, possibly three weeks, probably before then, though, on where Shohei Otani is going to be playing baseball next season. But also go on to say, additionally, although there's information in the U.S. media that he wants to go to the West Coast, he flatly denies it. I don't have any geographic preferences. I want to play anywhere. He also talked about the benefits of working with other Japanese majors, saying, quote, he wants to play with Japanese players. He is different from previous Japanese players. He said, adding that he is okay with all teams. So you heard early in the article, says between 10 to 15 teams, he's willing to send He's willing to play with any team. So Dodgers, if he has an affinity for this organization, wants to wear Dodger blue and play with Shohei Otani, then all systems could be go for Yoshinobu Yamamoto to sign with L.A. I mean, when you consider the fact that they offered Aaron Nola, a pitcher north of 30, a six-year $165 million deal, I mean, you look at a eight- or nine-year deal for north of $220 million for Yamamoto that could include an opt-out after five years, could be a good value deal as well. So I definitely think that Yamamoto and the Dodgers is picking up steam. 
And I would say I give this one a two and a half Dodger dogs. I think there's definitely somewhere in between people talking and some serious smoke about the momentum of Yamamoto. I think that this is a calculated story. And if I'm an agent out there, I don't want any team thinking that my client isn't available, right? As far as leverage play, you're always going to want to do that. If you're a team out there, you're always going to want to drive up prices for big markets like the Dodgers and this and that. So there's a lot of games that are being played right now. And it just really depends on fit. Fit makes a lot of sense. Contract makes a lot of sense. I wouldn't say that Yamamoto is the type like Otani where you say, okay, here's a blank check, but anything within reason, any reasonable offer, something that's very competitive, would make all the sense in the world to get a Yoshinobu Yamamoto. Because, look, you could get this guy. He could be electric. Let's not forget, none of these opposing hitters, they haven't seen him, right? You go to the postseason, they have not seen him. They don't have the familiarity with the Yoshinobu Yamamoto. So if he hits the ground running in year one, stays healthy, realizes that potential, Pitches that electric style of baseball that we saw in the Japanese series, the Japan series. We had 14 strikeouts. Imagine that. Be electric at Dodger Stadium. So that's where we stand with Yoshinobu Yamamoto. There's also another rumor out there about Bo Bichette. So we talked about Bo Bichette a couple weeks ago and a possible Bo Bichette trade. MLB reporter that covers the Dodgers, Juan Terribio, he mentioned in his piece, Willie Adamas and Bo Bichette as players that the Dodgers will be monitoring. And Matt Cozy, he tweeted, I'm hearing the Cubs have talked to the Blue Jays about Bo Bichette, who would play third base for the Cubs. This was first hinted by at KF Fids yesterday, and John Morosi mentioned the Cubs' interest in him. Morosi also said, update on a Bo Bichette trade scenario per Matt Cozy. Here's a point to ponder. How would a Bo Bichette to Cubs trade impact the way Otani views both of these potential suitors? So what John Morosi is trying to say there is, would Otani view that as a win-now move that would increase the Cubs' chances of landing him because he wants to win now? It would show that they're aggressive. It would show they're using some of that prospect capital to push some chips in the middle to say, okay, we've got some pieces now, right? So there's that. And I think if you are Otani, you know you can't do it all by yourself. Bo Bichette, he can rake. One of the best hitting shortstops in the league, average to below average in most defensive categories. But here they have him playing third base. So could be your long-term solution at third base, and you focus on what you can do in the box. But another thing, too, on top of this is, is Bo Bichette available? And if you're the Dodgers, you have the prospect capital to get any deal done. If you miss out on Otani, if you miss out on some other players out there, you were interested in Nolan Arenado, who at the moment is not available. The Cardinals aren't listening to offers for him. There's no telling if they ever will. He's got a no-trade clause. If they have a bad start to the season and the Cardinals go to him at the deadline and say, okay, now do you want to get traded? Or Arenado goes to the organization and says, no, now can you move me? Maybe something happens, but that's not a guarantee. I don't think the Dodgers are in a position to wait on deals like that. So if you look at Bo Bichette as someone that could play third base for you, I mean, Max Muncy probably could do better than Max Muncy, right? At the very worst, it'd be the same. And Bo Bichette's a little younger, of course, and he's a very dynamic bat. So 
Lots of interesting options to ponder on this day, and it does feel like we're going to have some sort of a dead period for the next couple of days with Thanksgiving. I know I'm not happy about it myself, but if anything goes down, trust me, I will be out of town, but I will have my stuff to go live or do a video if anything breaking is happening. I got you guys covered. Trust me, I do. But yeah, have a happy Thanksgiving. I just want to say I'm thankful for all you guys out there. I'm thankful for Dodgers Nation. I'm thankful for every single Dodgers fan, even if we don't have the same exact opinions. Even if we argue about certain things, like I always say, there's nothing that brings us together quite like Dodger baseball. And I truly do believe that because I know you have your other teams, your football teams, your basketball teams. I get it. But there's just a special connection with this franchise, this city, this franchise, this fan base, fans all around the country, all around the world, where, yes, they don't win every single year. Yes, there's been some frustrating moments. We understand that. But you keep coming back, right? You keep coming back for a reason because... Because you love this team. You love Dodger Blue. And I think that this is the most exciting offseason I've ever experienced. I mean, just think about this. We're talking about not one, but possibly two frontline starting pitchers, not just via free agency, but also through the trade market. You've got the most coveted free agent in baseball history that's available this offseason. And a lot of experts and insiders have him going to the Dodgers. So, I mean, that's very exciting in and of itself. And yeah, look, this team, this fan base, you look at the attendance numbers, the Dodgers leading every single year, you look at the TV contracts, there's proof out there that the Dodgers are the best fan base in Major League Baseball, and I thank you guys for tuning into the show every day and supporting the channel. Really, really means a lot. Buckle up, though. Enjoy Thanksgiving, because it's going to be a wild ride. Of course, I got my holiday card that's coming out. Check out my holiday card here. I'm loving this. There's us. Yeah, it was a great moment. Yeah, cool, man. So watch out for that. That's my holiday card. But uh, yeah, thanks for joining us here on Dodgers Dugout Live. And also, I want to point out, too, thankful for this organization. Look, this Dodgers team... They're going to be aggressive this offseason. They're always in the postseason. Just look at other franchises. Look at the Yankees. Look at the Red Sox, right? I mean, there's franchises out there that have won World Series that have made the postseason, but they have also struggled. It's very difficult to build a baseball team that has a chance to win a World Series every single year. And yes, they haven't won it every single year, right? And it's complicated. 2017, won't get into that. 2020, COVID year. But just to be in the mix, just think about how exciting that is. For 11 straight years, You've had the possibility of winning a World Series. You've been in the mix for big free agents. You've signed big free agents. You've traded for big stars, and it's only going to get better. So, yeah, thanks to the Dodgers organization for, at the very least, always keeping things very interesting. But that's going to do it for this episode. My name is Doug McCain. You can follow me on X and Instagram at DMAC underscore LA. If you haven't yet, be sure to subscribe to the Dodgers Nation YouTube channel. Do me a huge favor and hit that subscribe button. Hit that notification bell. Hit that like button. And until next time, think blue. Bleed blue, and I'm out. In a roaring stadium, their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. 
Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.